Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Muiwa. My name is Oluwani Premi. And I'm Emmanuel. So last week when our uh, studio was, was fun, sound was great, better than that great, and then now we're back, we're back recording remotely. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we apologize last week, but guys, if, uh, if the sound is poor again, it's because we have left our studio and we're back recording remotely from home. Even though, yeah, I mean, in Nigeria, there's a partial lockdown now. Mm-hmm. Can, people can go out, but they have to be back, they have to be indoors. Like, but, but, but this care uh, is still yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. We, we even yeah. advise that you if, you don't, if you don't have any reason to go out, just stay in your house. So this care is still exactly. there. Yeah. Exactly. But that's many of the story you published yesterday about social distancing advocates who is living in fake life. So on social media, he or she. <laughs> All things like oh stay at home, don't go out, but then like that. <laughs> they are going out like everything. This was even before the partial lockdown. <laughs> yes, crazy stuff. Crazy, yes, because everyone is looking for a way to survive now, apparently, yeah. and uh, like, we have uh, to choose. It's, it appears that we have to choose the one that works for us, even though this it it seems unreasonable. But um, mm-hmm. the, the this person feels is the is the way is the only way she can feel safe or sane, so to say. Now, so but but but, but we, we are not we are not trying trying to advocate that you should break the rules that you are preaching, or mm-hmm. maybe you can if <laughs> if you have to <laughs> because this person I'm I'm trying to put myself in her shoes and like this is if this is what keeps her sane then why not but still she yeah, but, she put the reason for going on social media she, yeah, she puts the reason like what she does helps other people to stay healthy so in a way it yeah. sounded like a win win <laughs> Like, <laughs> so yeah. I'm winning here, so I'm giving you what you need yeah. to hear. You are winning too. So, everything yeah. is just for everyone to, to stay sane. You just have to keep our mental, uh, our mental sanity in check and just live through this because this time too will, will soon be over, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Well, that's, that's social media for you. Is the whole, that's how social, the social media is where someone can be living a certain life here and then. Living in a, 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 a different life offline. Yeah, that's right. So, I've noticed that a lot of the people who are like the most passionate or savage and shouting, hey, um, yeah, social justice warriors or whatever. Real life. Like, when, you, when you meet them offline, they're like, they can't even talk. <laughs> yes. And then, there, there, there's and this... especially on Twitter, especially <laughs> on Twitter, it's crazy. Twitter is like a jungle. Hmm. It's like, I guess that's why, I mean, um, on Wednesday, two days ago, the Twitter announced that they are testing a new feature mm-hmm. uh, where, where uh, replies, like yes. where you can you can control who can reply to your tweet. So you can either choose everyone can reply or only people you follow or only people that that mention it. Now I don't think I don't I don't think we saw that coming. I don't think well, we saw it testing coming. it online. It doesn't mean it to be a permanent feature anyway. They are just testing it. Yes, and with the uh, reactions what, that the first are thing I just thought was like, oh, all these pros are going to. They'll be seeing a tweet, they can't reply to it, they can't say this is rubbish, they can't do anything. But they, they, just, can, they can just see the tweet, but they, they can't. can retweet now with their reply. 
Yeah. Yes. Well, when when um, the product league was trying to explain it, he said yes. Like mm. fine, the person can't reply but can still retweet because so, um, somebody giving a feedback said and um, raised that that issue. It was like fine. At least they are not making noise in your house. They are going to make noise in their own house. So if they want to retweet mm-hmm. and they want to rant, it will be on their own wall instead of yours. Mm-hmm. So anyone that wants to view mm-hmm. it, maybe somebody that is looking for retweet or that quotes the retweet of that person. So it's kind of reasonable to bring that up. But oh, yeah, no, of... so you can still quote the tweet even if you are not allowed to. Yes, reply. you can retweet the person's reply. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Interesting. But, but, but in well, a way, in a way, people people's reaction to it was like, ah, they are going to make Twitter boring because it's the savage replies and <laughs> and the trolling <laughs> that makes Twitter yeah. interesting. So coming up with something like this, they are going to bore you out. Twitter is going to bore you out now. But uh, looking at the responses that that are coming. I don't know if if they're going to go with the feedback. I don't know if this is going to be eventually rolled out because um, it's not accepted in a way. It's not accepted. That's what I noticed from the responses. Well, they are still in the testing phase, so I mean, uh, although I'm, I'm on the Twitter beta program, I, I'm not sure where it's been. I have not checked Twitter absence, but, mm. but I don't know if the features available. But anyway, they are still in the testing phase, so it doesn't. It may go either way. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, speaking about Twitter and Twitter, I remember they were working on the native content replies feature. So yes, I'm few weeks back. Yeah, few weeks back. So I don't yeah. know if they're going to roll out that one anytime soon. That one hasn't been rolled out yet, has it? Oh, it's out, it hasn't. It hasn't. Okay, so now the question is if they're controlling who can reply you normally and they already have mm-hmm. a native content replies feature, are they trying to make people lean towards that? Uh, native content replies feature. Maybe hmm. if, for instance, people are uh, say you want to write something to actually actually stop people from commenting or or replying to hmm. the tweets. But the hmm. quoted so people can still reply hmm. as quoted reply. Yes, kind yes. of. Yes. So are they trying yeah, to make that more prominent than the normal Twitter replies? Yeah. Yeah. So I think like the point Nifemi made was that like they said is whether it's the native quoted reply or the one that whatever mm, that feature it doesn't matter the main thing is okay I, I get what you're saying but um the fact that people can see the quoted replies mm. they can still see any savage replies at, at, at any of those streets yes mm-hmm. they can still yes. see who, uh, but then you are still with the people are still within their uh, so if, if someone with a large following for example tweets something and then people are replying savage mm-hmm. because of their reach more people are going to see those people's replies but if the person is just someone with just 100 followers and, yes. he, and he goes to quote it, unless people go out of their way to check who quoted the tweets, yes, I think this will also reduce the the long thread of response under a tweet of somebody who is not even mm. who is not even supposed to be part of the tweet. But then there's the issue raised of um, governments um, or politicians making use of it, maybe to do um, to to do a speech or a hate speech, so to say. Then there's nobody else that can come to do a counter counter speech to it. 
Like it's like just shown out there and an official statement. Yes, official statement, can, exactly. No feedback. Yes. Yeah. And 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 mm-hmm. if you notice, these people that have a lot of followers, they really follow people. You you mm-hmm. get uh, so I think it was a footballer's Twitter and do that. I went to the other day and I um he's following no nobody and he has like a million followers. So if that yeah, kind of person should just post a tweet, you mm-hmm. you just. If you just post it and you just throw the this thing into the air and everybody will be groping in their in their retweet. So people are like, mm. if you are going to roll this out, maybe you should block it from some verified accounts or politician accounts mm. or people like Trump. Oh, <laughs> like public figures. So yes, that people can yes, yes. Because so there's no the, the future should not be enabled for public figures. Well, That's exactly, exactly. So it's been met with a lot of reactions. Don't they also have the right to to control who replies? Shouldn't they have the right to expression and not want anybody to? Well, this yeah, yeah. Well, it's public service, so it's different. Yeah, I I get, I get the point. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. But then, how do you decide who? who, That that's not becomes a problem. Where do you decide? When you give the power to Twitter to decide who can enable that feature, who can't? Is there no tendency for it? Uh, uh, not necessarily deliberately abused, but because of a certain bias that the person who is in charge of the future might have, may end up defeating its purpose. Exactly. Yes, yes. So I don't think it's that. And that, that even takes us to the argument of should government, uh, government, for example, should government be the one to control speech? Freedom of speech, hate speech, whether should government be saying, should government be the one to determine whether. What you say, or or what you should not say, Uh and then a lot of things are happening around Africa now. Yeah, Manuel knows a lot about that. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, uh, currently now uh, with the pandemic and everything going on currently, some African governments have started uh, using uh, technologies to actually monitor their citizens or trace their citizens and monitor their contact online. So mm. in Kenya, for example, Uganda, South Africa, they've employed the uh, technology we call uh, mobile location tracing. So there's contact tracing normally where they send the contact tracer to interview and call in 19 patients. Then For pandemic. The contact tracer, miraculous, no, it's not miraculous, rather, it does intelligently deduces who must have been infected by that patient based on the questions or what interview they had. So now they are not using it for mobile phones. They are not tracing the mobile phones of these COVID-19 patients and to see where they went to and who could have been possibly affected by the virus there. So, but it's not raising questions of privacy. So this government, they can actually install the whole thing into a single database and they can mm-hmm. go to cross-reference uh, COVID-19 patients with the locations of other persons in the country. So according to the directives in Kenya, South Africa, Uganda, they, all telcos in the country are mandated to actually present yeah, the data of all their customers. But it's raising issues of privacy. So governments can know where I'm going to, where I'm coming from, and where... Is that, kind of like, is that not kind of like the situation in China where how they even battle them? China and Taiwan mm. and one other country that is that not how they battled the whole pandemic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah exactly. So so, so the thing is people, they, people like also raising the same issues then. Yeah, 
people like this issue. have like their good sides, but there's still this skepticism with residents or citizens that people, because of the humans we are, we tend to abuse mm. stuff like this when we are given the opportunity to. So yeah, it yeah, is still continue true. to arise, yes. Yeah, even in the case of Africa now, like Kenya, they already arrested someone for posting uh, something about COVID-19 online. Why? Media. So they are censoring people from yeah, posting about COVID-19? Yes, they, declare, they, they declared the, the statement as false, fake news, and, fake news, exactly, fake news. and they arrested him. So with that kind of precedence, you now give these people the right to trace you wherever you are. That means... And there's a huge history of censoring the internet. Exactly. exactly. Of, like, <laughs> and, and, and even censoring access to the internet, like in Tanzania, where you had to play blogging license, in yeah. Uganda, where you had to play social, social media tax. They didn't have to access social media. Yeah, and, 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 and the cases of actually um, like locking down, down the whole internet, shutting down the whole internet of the country. Yeah, like, like Burundi yesterday, right? <laughs> there was a story on Burundi yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. Where the internet was shut down because of the elections or something. Yeah. <laughs> the excuse was the excuse was coronavirus also, I think. No, no, coronavirus. Because there was no official statement, just that the Burundians woke up one morning and social media was not working. They had to be using <laughs> virtual private networks to access the internet. Yeah, so, no official statement, nothing, nothing. In fact, um, a group of uh, journalists, international journalists, actually wrote to the Burundian government to please leave the internet on during the election because there have been issues, there have been strife, there been violence leading up to the election. But they were like, leave this internet on, unblock some news website that you blocked during this period. And in case there will be any disruption, please inform citizens ahead. There was nothing like that. They just woke up one morning and saw that international. <laughs> this is this is quite <laughs> this is worrisome. It is, and, and it's becoming a trend. Like how many African countries now have shut down the internet wow. at one point? <laughs> they are up to like twelve so far. Nigeria is not on the list, is it? Nigeria. Nigeria is working. It's totally in that part already. Is is working towards? I mean, there, there was the hate speech bill, social media bill last year. Yeah, the then uh, President Buhari refused to sign the digital rights bill, also yeah. saying it was too. Uh, what was the reason they gave again? It was too vague. Yeah, just too vague to clear something. This is crazy stuff. So it twelve is. African countries so far, and, and Nigeria was considering if it if it wasn't for the for the case. Um, I mean, I mean, just earlier this year, I believe it was this year. Yeah. There was there was a hearing and the protest by very a lot of advocacy groups, yeah. Paradigm Initiative, you know, enough, a lot of them were, were in Abuja protesting. It's this is all of this is just it's, it's yeah. worrisome, yeah. and in a way, I feel that we are still enjoying a kind of freedom in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. And, and we are not even sure how long that will last. Yeah, because but they have been arrested. <laughs> Do you know they have been arrested? Like Abu Abu Siko, what was his name in 2016 that was arrested by the mm. EFCC for? Um, yes, I, I remember that. For for I fake news or hate speech? No, yeah, he wrote a story about the EFCC um, accusing the EFCC chairman Maguro of corruption, and he was arrested. And there was a case too, just recently, either this year or last year, that was trending on social media. A journalist that was arrested. Hmm. Also, and, you know, and let's not forget, let's not forget the, even the more prominent uh, one, uh, the head of the owner of Sarah Reporters. Okay, sure. 
presidency and show so show mm. that was arrested too because of statements made on social media and all of that. So okay, it was one. Why, why there's no? It feels like why we have never had our internet shut down. It's looking like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some countries are actually very, very terrible. Like uh, countries like Ethiopia, they even restrict mm-hmm. access to VPN. Like you can't even use VPN to bypass. That is how crazy yeah. it is in Ethiopia. The funny thing about Ethiopia is some of, some of the flimsiest reasons, like for example, uh, exams, school exams. Yeah, that was the reason they gave in Ethiopia. <laughs> school exams. Like, you know, like why? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, uh, like maybe because they are, they are still doing pen and paper. Because Jambi yes. um, is online. How we shut down the internet of your own nation? Because they are writing exams, because you are trying to prevent exam no and practice. What is the meaning of uh, that? Who advises these people? Crazy. Like, <laughs> you, you uh, shut uh, down uh, businesses. Oh, God. And, and you know the interesting thing, like, I mean, Tech Point was in Utopia last year, was it last year or two years ago? Last year, yeah, Adiwale and Yinka. And they experienced it first time. Hmm. How resilient the internet entrepreneurs are there. Despite all of this, they're like, sometimes some of them have to have a base in Kenya. Hmm. So, whenever, because Kenya is very close, so whenever the internet is shut down, you can just move to Kenya and do what you need to do. Can you like imagine? It's, it's, no, it's okay, crazy. okay, maybe, maybe. Okay, I'm trying to understand something. Maybe they have to realize how important EM, how how internet has become part of our lives. But I'm trying to imagine if that should happen in Nigeria. I don't know. I don't know what will happen. Because internet is now a, a, a huge part of our lives that you can't just call this like a is like a, a fundamental woman right. Like if yeah, co- yes, yeah. so I don't know if they don't realize that it's a it's part of the citizens' right, and they will just decide no, and make that decision. Of course they do. I mean, they just and and here's the thing I always say, like not to sound like a, a an apologist for governments that are trying to um, you know control social media. I can understand the fear of any government because government has the role to ensure safety and security and you know. In misinformation, I can't understand because there's a lot of misinformation out there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of actual hate speech that is um, fueling a lot of violence. Very true, yeah, right? Sure. So I can understand any government's fear because it makes it harder to govern the country, right? But then governments, there, there has to be a discussion. Is it, it brings stakeholders on? Government cannot make these decisions in a vacuum or without bringing on board stakeholders. Exactly. You know, to discuss how this can work. There's no other way. The government cannot have all the power to. I mean, that's why we have three arms of government, for example, where the Senate is supposed to uh, uh, check the judiciary, the judiciary is supposed to check, you know, and the executive. So, there's, I mean, when, when the, for example, when the National Broadband Plan was created, Nigeria, the old one and the new one, they had to bring in stakeholders on board. So, yeah. but then trying to pass a, um, any bill, and, I mean, just wasn't on last earlier this week too. Where last week we reported that, uh, was, was two weeks ago, we reported that a Lagos, um, Lagos State Judiciary, and, uh, and uh, apparently also in, in Benue, also, is it Benue or Bono, they are doing re- um, remote hearings, court hearings mm-hmm. via Zoom or Skype. Yeah. And then um, uh, lawmakers and legal practitioners, some are coming up to say it's illegal, it's unconstitutional. 
they, they, are, they, are, they are resisting it. But then the question, the, the argument is okay. We, in this age of in this age of the pandemic, where everybody is talking about social distancing, mm-hmm. how are they supposed to for for um, routine cases? Mm-hmm. Instead of making people having to come to court and be, getting the place crowded, why can't they be why can't they be served um, remotely? Exactly. You know, I think we had an opinion piece from uh, uh, policy law mm-hmm. yeah, on our, on our websites. Uh, so it's just like all of it is just confusing. It's yeah, yeah. No, the issue you raised just now, yeah, just uh, highlighted it's it's highlighting a very very bigger issue in, in like the social political uh, terrain of the whole world. Like who should be in control of uh, information or access to information? Because mm-hmm. once it's free to air, like the way it is currently, we are now seeing the abuse. But even when you bring in stakeholders, can the stakeholders accurately represent everybody that can be, that needs to be represented in a particular scenario? So you bring you bring people from a particular, uh, shall I say, company, mm-hmm. industries. Yeah, people from different industries. Mm-hmm. Now, apart from the people from different industries, you also need to consider people of different ethnic uh, mm-hmm. beliefs, people of different religious beliefs, people of different. The whole world is just so diverse. Like, how do you bring stakeholders, stakeholders to handle something as very basic as information? Now, I can understand for the broadband plan, it's a specific industry. So, when you're inviting stakeholders, you know the stakeholders you are bringing. Yeah, yeah, you are bringing probably. the likes of Iman and IHS and the rest of them. But for mm-hmm. information, where do you start? In, <laughs> where do you start bringing the stakeholders from? Well, is it the human rights activists that uh, keep fighting for digital rights online, or? The government that needs to protect uh, the public good, or the citizens that want to hear their, just want to hear their voices heard. So it's self-multiplicated and it brings a broader context about democracy, monarchy, aristocracy, many, many, many things. Yeah, just... yeah. <laughs> so depending on your philosophy of government. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Aside from um, those Asian countries, then the European countries and. Um, America in North America and USA, do they also have stuff like this going on? Okay, so uh, for Europe, yes, okay. yeah, in Europe, the during this COVID 19 era, some countries have actually employed this uh, mobile phone tracing. Um, I think Germany has employed it, and the Netherlands and a few other countries have employed the Australia, too, I think, yeah, they even try to amend the bill, their communications bill to actually allow them to trace. Citizens' data, but for these countries, they don't have the kind of history we have in Africa. Of censorship, so, yeah, censorship. Like, there has so, to be a way they are they are managing it, the hate speech and stuff like this. Aren't they enough to be benchmarked in African countries? Yes, we know we have the precedence of having a speech and censoring like that. So, but there, there has to be a way they have been able to manage it. I don't have to that. To, to be honest, I don't think they've been able to. So, while while in Africa, for example, and Asia, the focus seems to be on the government being the one uh, violating people's rights. Okay. In America, for example, it's actually the private companies. So there's a lot of um, um, Facebook, Twitter, Google. They've been very criticized about how they censor, depending on their leaning. And a lot of them are always leftist leaning, so liberal leaning. And they seem to when they seem, when they censor, they seem to um, censor right leaning 
they seem to have a bias for censoring like right leaning um, opinions and perspectives. Mm-hmm. So, and they always have the excuse that oh, this is their own privacy policy, their usage policy, whatever, whatever. But if, if you do a research, even in America and Europe, they, they are heavily criticized. The private sectors, the, again, yeah. the Facebook, the Google. So while in, in Africa and Asia, it's the company that is receiving all the criticism. Okay. In Europe and America, it's the private sector. Oh, okay. So it just shows that we just don't understand this. Round, it's a global problem. Hmm. That's what they're saying. And I mean, that's why um, I remember last year when um, Tim Berners Lee was in Nigeria. I hope it was. I hope it was last year. Yeah, the creator of the world. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah. Just before he came, was yeah. even at the, I was there and he spoke. And just before then, to he had published his whole idea, like oh, he wants to re reimagine or reinvent, not reinvent, reimagine the web. So yeah, he, he, he admitted that the web doesn't work the way it is right now when it comes to things like access, equal access, and spaces, freedom of speech, and all of that. He made a he made a very he made some interesting points, but to be honest, they seem like they seem very clear and well uh, theorized, but they seem that they, they, will, they will be very, very hard to practicalize if everybody's mm-hmm. not on board. We can put a link to that in the episode so you guys can read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so even the creator of the World Wide Web ag- agrees yeah. that it's not working. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, it just has to be good. I mean, <laughs> we're all learning. We're all learning. I mean, yeah. And then, you know, there's another person to it. So, we've talked, we've talked about freedom of expression, we've talked about uh, uh, power being in one hand, whether it's private sector or government. Uh-huh. But how about privacy? We, we mentioned privacy before. Yeah. And that's another important area. And uh, for example, like in, in Nigeria now, um, NIDA, that's our tech development regulatory body, is trying to get uh, public data available, <laughs> public sector data available on the internet, or digitized, <laughs> and given like, there's an ultimatum, right? Yes, okay. 60 days ultimatum. 60 yeah, days. I laugh when I so saw that. So all public sectors, all public sector, uh, like, so this is like um, parastatals and agencies and all of that, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All their data and make it open and available. Yes. Uh, I, 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 I'm not, I don't <laughs> wow. think I, we, we should dispute, we don't want to lose hope in Nigeria, so let us not dispute that it's possible. <laughs> but, but the fact that you are giving them an ultimatum of 60 days, mm-hmm. I stumbled on a reform that was planned in 20, 2005 for... 2005, national, that's 15 yes, years ago. Yes, National Bureau of Statistics. And... Mm-hmm. Yes, they were like, um, all, most of the data of that agency are filed in ad paper. Now, that year, they said, (laughs) that at that time. time. So they they, they mentioned like a tool they are going to start, they're going to start using to to categorize and upload those information online. And I'm very sure if you've been to a government parastata before and you see the way files are packed like you can't even trace <laughs> the 1980 information <laughs> that so i'm wondering how 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 they can dig up all these files and upload them online in 60 days i think the announcement just 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 me to show that they are working i'm sorry to say but just 
for the sake of announcing. That's what it sounds like. Uh, yes, and, and the premise behind it was that which some African countries are using with um, what's it called with phone tracking. With f- yes, mm. for pandemic. Oh, for the, pan- so, yes, that pandemic was the response. Yes, that was the premise. Oh, that was like. the premise. <laughs> so why are they just making the announcement now? When when the everything started like in March, why is it just now they're making the announcement? Like, it's, 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 it's fact. When, when when I saw it, I was like, please, not the ultimatum. Just say okay, maybe we're working on it. And let's just stop at that. Please, no ultimatum. And there's, there's the angle of privacy there because exactly. they have the NDPR, the National Data Protection. So even if we say, okay, put all the data publicly on within 60 days, mm-hmm. how about the privacy of the data? Exactly. Yes, open data is nice and all that, but how do you ensure that private data is not shared? Okay, the, 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 mm. the guideline that was given out claims that we employ some innovations that are used globally to Sure. Mm. <laughs> Emmanuel, please. Okay. I am vouching for my country. Did you guys see that tweet um, a few days back where um, the Minister of Communication and Digital Economy shared a tweet where they just finished the meeting, a virtual meeting, and apparently the machines they're using were running with the server, which has been discontinued <laughs> by with support from by Microsoft. And there are a lot of people, you know, there are a lot of tweets like, why is, why is our communications agency using with the server to communicate, to do virtual conferences on, on sensitive national matters. Sensitive. That can be hacked and all of that. I don't know the story behind it. Maybe, maybe they are, uh, I don't know if, I don't think, when Windows 7, when Microsoft stopped support of Windows yes, 7, it was I think it was both in the like, yeah. enterprise, right? You did that story, anything? Yes, we did. I did it, yes. Yes. Well, I don't, want to, I don't want to jump on what I don't know, but that sounds weird. So this is the same government <laughs> now that is saying, mm-hmm. although it's a different agency, right? that's the communications ministry, but this is the uh, national IT development agency saying they have an innovation they are going to use. They are going to use but we, to... Based on precedence, we don't trust that they do. Sorry to say. Yes. <laughs> we don't trust that they do. We, we, we aside... As... <laughs> Aside from the trust, we, 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 we don't know if we have that capacity. Because just to register um, voters, if you remember, it, it, was, it was hacked. Like, people, like, like, I don't understand. Okay, I remember, I remember clearly when, that year when I was going for service. And... The we, we we all trooped out to go and register and we we're supposed to get our call up letter online. That night we were supposed mm-hmm. to wait like a day. That night a friend sent a message to me that ah, you can now check your posting letter. I said, Wow, I checked it around one AM at that night and I got my posting. Early that morning and mm-hmm. NYC released a report that their service their their, their this thing was hacked and we should disregard whatever it is we have gotten. As little as Whoa. that, something as little as Whoa. that, and seriously, it was really hard because some people were seeing USA in their posting letter, so it's, they believe Whoa. that it was something as little as that cannot even be, cannot you cannot even manage this well. Talkless of people's data, sensitive data, putting yeah. it in the cloud, I don't feel confident and you can't that. even protect it. Uh, Maybe we are not there yet. Okay, so but for the sake of giving them benefit of the doubt, did they like give a threshold like okay, uh, the a timeline for when 
from what year to what year uh, I did trying to decide all data from year 2019 or 2020 to 1960 when we gained independence or when at what <laughs> what, what threshold did they give? Did they give any? In fact, no, 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 no they didn't give. They didn't give a timeline. They didn't give a timeline. It, it was not clear. It was not clear. Well, like what was asking actually, whether it's just this year's data or just last year's data or oh, all time data. That, that goes back to what the, the issue we were is like maybe they just they didn't think it true they just felt let's just make this announcement and tell people we are really working we are in digital mm. economy but, <coughs> but you know it, so it doesn't look as if we're, like, we're bashing government right yeah i mean there have been initiatives in the past mm-hmm. i think in all those states in edo states there was an edo state open data uh, initiative Mm-hmm. And there was also a national national open data initiative. I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I just remember I would have checked it before this, but it just came to mind right now. Uh, but I, I think that was no, that one was created by some students from Federal University of Technology. Actually. But Edo State had some open data initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the National Bureau of Statistics has been doing some its little best in some ways. It's, it's data surveys and all of that. Well, well it, I don't think enough is being done. I remember Emmanuel did a story about how open data can help with the data and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much innovation that can happen even more for that data. There's yes. so much lack of data in, in, Nigeria, in Africa as a whole. Especially with um, deep tech and AI. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be watching. Uh, pay attention. Let's see what happens after 60 days. <laughs> we need to do an update on that. Yeah. <laughs> see how it Beyond the timeline, what's more important is that this is done at all. At least, yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Like, we should start creating our own data now. Yeah, hmm? yeah so uh, once we are creating our own data, and of course, things like open data, open whatever can start working perfectly. So, we have more open source platforms yeah. that people can build on. But, of course, this you should yeah. do it according to my and the sooner we can start having very, very localized and for Africa, really, really big for Africa innovation. Exactly. Not waiting for um, the so the West to come and develop for us or whatever. I mean, like the news that is happening now with Facebook. Facebook wants to build um, about thirty-three thousand kilometers, right? Thirty-seven thousand kilometers of fiber cable to serve yeah. Africa. Twenty-three yeah. countries in Africa, Europe, and the East. And they're going to spend like one billion dollars on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, two or three years ago, I can't remember the particular organization that did it, but they asked a couple, a number of, the number of Africans that were surveyed, they asked them, have you ever been on the internet? They said no. They asked them, have you used Google or Facebook? They said yes. <laughs> so they didn't do that. Yeah, so, so Google and Facebook know this. I mean, that's why even you know, Google launched a uh, Facebook shop, although it's in the US for now, because mm-hmm. they want more small businesses to, to sell their Facebook. So that they hope that they will buy ads because Facebook is an ad company. That's what they ask. Mm. Google is an ad company. 
forget whatever they say, whether they are set or social media, they are ad company. Wow. So, even for this now, Facebook trying to build uh, a 7,000 kilometer of internet cable that will serve Africa, Europe, and Middle East. It's because they want more people. There are many people who, the first time they get a smartphone, is because they want to get on Facebook, they want to get on WhatsApp, they want to get on Instagram, which are all Facebook products. Hmm. So you can get more people online. And this is not the first time they're trying it, right? I think they did, yeah. the, the, in 2016, there was internet was all, there was Facebook, there was free basics, which gives, which was giving free, it's still around, it gives free, free access to Facebook. If you're on Airtel, hmm. it's launched with Airtel, it's also on my mobile now. And yeah, they have big Wi-Fi. They also have Express Wi-Fi. They also have Express Wi-Fi. Yes, they even tried to launch uh, a space, uh, an internet uh, space station that will be beaming internet signals in Africa, but I don't yeah. know what happened. I think it crashed. It crashed. I remember that. that was around the time he visited, the time he visited Nigeria. On his way, oh. when he was on his way to Kenya from Nigeria, that's when the news news the satellite, satellite crashed. Wow. Remember that? When, just when he left Nigeria. Okay. Alright. Yeah. No <laughs> so I know the funny thing. So you look at countries like India, where India told Facebook, you don't need your free basics. Wow. They chase them out of India. Um, there's another product that I think even uh, Google's free Wi Fi, the one that has been discontinued in Nigeria, India rejected it, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So, and that's because they have, they have an ecosystem, they have a local ecosystem that can build. These solutions for themselves. Hmm. We need to really build our local like it's it's, it's crazy. So so in a, way, in a way <laughs> in a way this is looking like a um uh, what's it called? altruistic action, yes. To to the government to Nigerians or to to those countries that this would benefit. But in a way it's actually benefiting um the um the company which is facebook and there are some things that i see might not be clear there because that is the only reason we can point to so if if they have to do any other thing in the future or implement another thing or suggest any other thing in the future for the fact that this they've done this thing in the past Maybe they will, it, it will be like a foothold for them, and that, 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 I think I reason with Indian India for doing what they did because they feel they are self-sustaining. They can sustain themselves, yeah. and that is what we can find in many African countries, including Nigeria. So bringing this to bringing us, and, and yes, sometimes we fall behind in what is going on in the outside world. So it, it, bring, doing this for us is like helping us to at least keep up to the pace, not in a very, very large way, so to say. But it, they are trying to help us keep up the pace. So we are kind of grateful to them for but we, we don't know what is underlying. So, like Muiwa said, we really, really have to be self-dependent. We, we should build stuff like this for ourselves. We should see the future of what, what this will hold for us, the benefits it will bring for us. And that should be like the drive to, yeah. to go ahead with it. 
But it's easier said than done, man. It I is. wish I had yeah. the answer. Yeah, looking, um, looking at the amount of resources you know, we're putting into this, I mean, the table is so long. It's almost it's the circumference of the entire earth is 40,000 kilometers, and this table is like 7,000. So, mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, they are spending. Is, is, is it going to be the longest when it's after it's. No, it's no, it's not going to be the longest. There's one already that's the longest. Um, 39,000 kilometers. Yeah, 39,000 kilometers. Simi-Wi-3. Forgotten the name. Simi-Wi-3? Yes. Yeah, Simi-3. Simi-Wi-3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the longest in the world. And now Facebook is partnering with telecom companies from different uh, countries to build this. So, but they are banking on the markets in Africa that I'm not so sure is there currently. But. Mm. Uh, Let's let's keep our fingers crossed because we are we are banking oh, the market. Oh, so they will partner they will partner with local just the same way Google partnered with the local um yes. ISPs for yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. MTN, so I Facebook we actually will partner with local Orange, Vodafone, oh, okay. China Mobile, Alcotex of yeah. Marine, the subsidiary of Nokia. Yeah, so this in partnership yeah, with all those companies. So they are doing this, they are banking on uh, a continent that has a very, very long history of poverty. Oh, uh, if you remember uh, Titi's article about uh, Nigeria's aggressive market on the internet, might actually be smaller than we think. Than we think so we are yeah. saying, okay, people are going online, people are going online, but the number of active users are using those, they have used 5 MB in the last 90 days for MTN Nigeria. It's about 20 something million out of their 50 something million subscribers they have in Nigeria. Oh, this is so, a recent figures. Yeah, uh, according to MTN's uh, Q2, uh, Q1 report of 2020. Yeah. So, all these things are in place. The, we have government that are restricting access to the internet. Like, remember when uh, Uganda brought the social media attacks, the number yeah. of people that are browsing in Uganda, they, tra- they drop drastically. Mm. Yeah, they have the numbers. So, the markets in Africa, I'm not so sure about it. I'm just not, I'm not so sure about the markets. So I think Wally was saying during one of our town halls, it's about 1.2 billion people, the market of 1.2 billion people, but it's in fragments. They are yeah, different, different places. So I don't know. But it's, let's keep our fingers crossed. As... Yeah, but then that's where Facebook has an advantage now. They have a unified mm-hmm. platform. Hmm. Facebook is the platform. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's important for them. So whether it's fragmented or not for every other person, for Facebook is not fragmented. Mm. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. And then WhatsApp it's and Instagram. Facebook Messenger and Instagram, they are the same platform for anybody all over the world. Mm. Mm. So you can start to see it enabling enabling African e-commerce and all of that. Anyway, it's not they've not launched in Africa yet. <laughs> anyway, it's it's mm. it will be interesting to see how things turn out. Uh, we have a lot of things to follow yeah, in yeah, Africa. I mean, we've talked, a lot about, we've talked about a lot of things today. In fact, I, I can't almost keep a boat. <laughs> guys that are listening, we'd like to hear what you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, you can always email us at podcast at techpoint of Africa or you can tweet at us at techpoint of Asia. That's techpoint or use the hashtag techpoint of Africa podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to hear what you think. What do you think of everything? African government, and yeah, uh, then so the internet, privacy concerns, Facebook bringing internet to Africa, China again to bring internet to Africa. This is like the third time in six years or seven years. Mm-hmm. 
and continue to tell people that it's going to be really for straight scrolls on Twitter or social media. <laughs> what do you guys think? We'd like to hear from you. And again, please, we are we apologize if there's any false sound quality because we're not recording on studio. We're all recording from different places in Lagos, in our homes. Like I'm now. very sorry. I right now I'm logged in a very hot place because I don't want the sound of generators to, <laughs> to ruin ruin the sound quality. So yeah, we'll be here again next week, guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Of course, if you're listening for the first time, um. Emmanuel, where can they get the podcast? Okay, you can listen to this podcast on Stitcher, you can listen to it on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and of course, if you're not in Nigeria, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcast. Yeah. Oh, Spotify reminds me, you know, last some two months back, I was talking about how yes, uh, Spotify that, is that acquiring podcasts, and they've, they've, they've gone ahead to acquire one of my podcasts. Oh yeah, Jerome. Okay. 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 Perfectly, ah. you are. Spotify is not available in Nigeria. Officially. Wow. Unfortunate. Wow. Well, they don't care. About, they don't care about the African or Nigerian market. <laughs> they don't. So annoying. And they're going to keep buying more and more. Like uh, podcasting is going to become. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, let's go. Nifemi, do you have any parting words? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Um, we are glad that you are still listening to us and we hope that you keep holding on. And we, we, are, we are seeing sign maybe there they will soon be asked that the economy is fully opened. So let's keep, mm-hmm. let's keep our hope alive and let's see how this new week, the coming week will be. Yeah, that's good advice. And uh, please don't be like we're not we're not we're not criticizing how or don't be like the person who is going on social media shouting stay at home and then going around <laughs> try and live it. Try and live a true life. Yes. Be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Take care guys, bye. Bye. Catch you bye. <laughs>